Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 58. Fantasy Topless Review is back at the Luxor. We talked to legendary choreographer Anita Mann and dancer Mariah Rivera, how they are making it work during these times. Hey, work it. <laughs> Every single night that we get to go back on stage, we're just we're just the luckiest girls and entertainers that we get to go out and share our, our all of our gifts and talents that we've trained our whole life for. Plus, Las Vegas is turning into a hot spot for spring break. But exactly who is willing to travel here this year? We have the results of an exclusive Vegas Revealed poll coming up. Plus, what a job some of our Las Vegas entertainers have been up to during the pandemic. We took note. We'll have a rundown coming up. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 58. We have so much to talk about today. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. And you know, the, the temperatures are starting to warm up here in Las Vegas, Dana. We've had some a little bit of crazy weather. The wind has been like just popping up out of nowhere and like 40, 50 miles per hour. Trash cans, road yeah. cones have been blowing all over the place. But the temperatures are warming up. I mean, it's been a pretty nice winter compared to those few days of those, you know, whippy winds and and cold temps. But uh, gosh, I feel like, you know, I've definitely been able to sit on the patio and soak up the sun a little bit over the last few weeks. Well, and compared to the rest of the country, Mm -hmm. you know, people, I mean, it really is the... The eastern two-thirds of the country have really had a rough go of it, yeah. uh, the, especially the last you know few weeks, the last month or so. So there are they're probably looking for some great options for spring break and somewhere maybe that they could go that's a little warmer. Yeah, it's interesting because I have like a group of people that I know that they just, they've been traveling through this whole thing. Mexico, Hawaii, those seem to be the two kind of most popular places that people have gone that I know from Las Vegas. But, you know, now we're talking spring break, which, you know, I have no sense of time. So I always have to remind myself, when is spring break? Like... What's the deal? But yeah, people are itching to, many people are itching to, I think there's a half, the, like a lot of people are just want to stay put, but then there's like a right. big For portion. For the time being, yeah. Right, but there's a big portion that want to just get out, like you said. And I know that we recently made a list according to uh, Expedia, the most searched destination for spring break 2021. So hey, we're, we're happy to hear that. Yeah, Las Vegas made the, the top 10 list on uh, Expedia. So you know, it shows that there is interest. It's based off of uh, Google searches mm-hmm. and uh, bookings on that travel site. So um, it does show that there is interest in coming back to Las Vegas. Right. And another sign uh, that there's interest, which we talked about in episode 57 of Vegas Revealed, is the fact that a lot of the casino resorts down on the Strip that were operating on limited schedules have now opened things back up to 24-7. Right. So it'll make a big difference, you know. And then we, we touched on this last week, too, about, you know, March Madness is going to bring in a lot of people. Um, yep. So that'll keep the hotels busy. It'll keep the restaurants going and the bars and all that. So, I mean, yeah, we're, we're a place to be, you know, now that people want to get out. And we're happy to have you. Let me tell you, we're looking forward to our economy bouncing back. And um, we have a lot of shows that have started, you know, doing shows with 100 people in the audience, Carrot Top, Fantasy, I think David Copperfield's coming back as well. So 
we're getting there. We are. And and by the way, coming up in uh, just a couple minutes, we're talking with Anita Mann, the producer of Fantasy, along with uh, Mariah Rivera, who is the associate producer and also a dancer in that show. So you want to stick around for that. But yeah, entertainment is coming back. There's a lot of shows that are either back on stage already or slated to be back on stage by mid-March. Yeah, and you know, Carrot Top's been posting some of his jokes from the show on his Instagram, and I am dying, because I knew he'd have some good, like, pandemic jokes, right? Oh, he's hilarious. And, I love Carrot Top. Oh, my gosh. I watched this one where he was like, you know, they have to be a certain um, uh, ways away from the audience, but he kept, right. like, dipping his foot, like, one step down <laughs> and, like, you know, risking it. It, it. it was just, he's just his demeanor. Anyway, if you get a chance and you want a good laugh, go see Carrot Top. He's back at the Luxor, too. So, um, hey, we did a poll on our Twitter wondering if people, because we have a lot of followers that are outside of Vegas that have an interest in visiting Las Vegas or have an interest in visiting um, our area or actually our regulars here on, like, a two three four time basis a year yep and uh, so we just now have the exclusive poll results <laughs> to report based off of our uh, very unscientific vegas revealed poll about whether you are going to travel to vegas this year that's right and you know what we had hundreds reply and the final results yes according to 55.2% of you, and no, according to 44.8% of you. So definitely more in the yes zone, which we were happy to hear. And some of the responses, because people kind of also added their two cents, but uh, someone wrote, been three times since September 2020, and this will be my fourth trip in seven months. So they've been enjoying Las Vegas and don't seem to be worried about it. Uh, we have Chip that's coming in in May, and he says, uh, oh, yeah. So we're excited to have Chip. Uh, a couple people chimed in and said they're a local, so they didn't vote. But um, Steve, Las Vegas, UK is his Twitter handle. He says he sure hopes so. And Marla, who uh, is a, a listener and a, a frequent commenter on the Vegas Revealed social media pages, says, yes, but only when the Donny Osmond <laughs> residency starts. That's and right. The good news that's starting up over at Harrah's Las Vegas, Donnie's solo residency uh, coming up this summer. Yeah, and Marla's holding nine tickets. Holy So crap. she's ready to go. Man, Marla <laughs> bringing the posse to see Donnie. I love that. But uh, there are some other people who commented and said that because of the mask mandate at the casinos. They say, nope, not coming while all that's enforced, mm -hmm. waiting for all those restrictions to be lifted. However, I will say, if you do come here to Las Vegas, I think our resorts have done a pretty good job of the social distancing mm -hmm. and having hand sanitizing stations I mean, really every few steps. And, you know, our security officials at the hotels make sure that people are wearing their masks right. so a trip here can be done reasonably safely i must say i went out to the cosmopolitan to eat at stk and i had heard like oh it kind of gets packed in there and i don't know you know and when we went though i can't explain how safe i felt because they have the dividers you know the plastic dividers oh, in between right. the booths so you really kind of feel like it's only you and your group and then, you know, obviously the waitresses and waiters are wearing masks. So we were kind of like, 
a part of something, but also kind of like compartmentalized. Compartment, yes. But you hear the music, <laughs> you see the people around you, you just aren't near them, right? So you know that's kind of what we have to do now, and it can be done, and it can still be fun. And that's what a, a, most of the restaurants. I've been to a couple restaurants down on the strip, and that's what they've done as well. So. If you, if Vegas is in your plans for spring break, we look forward to seeing you the end of March, early April. That's right. And something that you have coming up, you, you splurged and you bought a ticket to a Golden Knights game, the first one back with an audience. And so they're allowing, what, 15% capacity now at T-Mobile Arena? It's going to be the first time. Right. So last episode of Vegas Revealed, we talked about the plan that the Golden Knights have submitted to uh, Clark County, Mm -hmm. the county that Las Vegas uh, resides in. Um, They submitted a plan for 20% capacity Mm -hmm. at T-Mobile Arena. The county countered that plan and said, okay, you know what? We'll allow 15%. So there's 2,500 fans that are allowed inside T-Mobile Arena for uh, Golden Knights games starting March 1st. And I did. As soon as tickets went on sale... Went on there, bought a pair of tickets. They're selling them in pods. So when you go in and look at the seating chart Mm -hmm. of the arena, you only have certain seating options. And the pods are either in two, four, or six seat clusters. Okay. And then... So you can't go alone. You have to have a friend. You have to have a friend. (laughs) You do. You can't buy a single ticket. (laughs) (laughs) But then they have a bunch of other safety measures that are going to be enforced... For people who do buy tickets, they're uh, supplying recommended entry times mm-hmm. so that everybody doesn't show up all at once. Um, there's a game day symptom check as you uh, arrive at Ooh. T-Mobile Arena. There's a touchless symptom security check. scan. No bags are allowed. So that's something for the ladies to keep in mind. No uh, purses or clutches. Um there's digital ticketing, so there's no paper tickets being passed around. Masks are required in there. Um, they're doing enhanced cleaning schedules inside T-Mobile Arena. So uh, they're making it possible for fans to be back in there. Mm-hmm. And next week in episode 59, I'm going to have my my firsthand account. Okay. Now, I want you to have a good time, so don't worry too much about doing things for the podcast, but you could give us a little video and, and a little recollection of what happened and what it was like. Well, I, I can't you, promise you that you spent some, some good money on those tickets. I want to make sure you, you soak it in. Well, there's going to be libations enjoyed. <laughs> well, good, good. Well, that'll be fun. Then definitely leave us some voice notes because we want to hear drunk Sean at the, at the game. <laughs> Something else we wanted to touch on was something that you and I were chatting about recently, and we thought, you know what? This would be a really great conversation for the podcast because we commend these people. We've talked about so many people being out of work and getting creative during the pandemic, and we talk often about our Las Vegas shows. But something that you and I noticed and have you know, had conversations with the, some of these folks about is the odd jobs that some of our Las Vegas headliners and entertainers have been doing to get by. Yeah, and it's been really interesting to see some of uh, you know, these creative work options are in the entertainment realm mm-hmm. and others are completely outside. Maybe it's a hobby that some of these entertainers have had off stage that they've turned into work during this time. And uh, one of the performers that comes to mind immediately is Murray Sawchuk, who's a magician here. Yeah, he's been doing some some landscaping and 
I must say, I'm like, good for you, Murray. Like, making the best of the situation, I'm assuming he's good at it and enjoys it, and that's why he chose to do this. But, you know, he's also doing his his stuff on the side and doing what he can in the performing world. But also, you know what? Sometimes you just need to make ends meet. And he went out and started this business, and he's been doing some different backyards and front yards for folks all around town. And I've seen pictures that he's posted, and he's doing a great job. He really is. And, you know, Murray is back at Fantasy, which we're going to be talking about here momentarily, as we said. So he's also the comedian at that show so he's getting back to work and he's got his show going too so but listen kudos to you for making it work through these hard times and I know some Chippendales have been doing home improvement projects yeah they've kind of put together a a construction squad (laughs) which you know we were chatting with our friend uh who knows the guys and and I don't think this is a story that I can't repeat just kind of a funny thing is a lot of the people you know they've been working in certain houses doing some painting and, and somehow they always find other odd projects for them to come back and, and keep working on. Like, oh, oh, now we need the living room painted. Can you guys come back? Just be, oh, I have a, a sticky doorknob. Can you come and grease it for me? <laughs> I love that. And there are some other uh, singers in town who have put together uh, princess parties yeah. for little kids' birthdays. They dress as Disney princesses. They they go out. Right. They have a truck that, that looks like a, a carriage. And they go out, arrive to these uh, birthday parties, sing the songs that the kids all love. They're not getting like up close and personal. But for these kids, having these princesses show up at their birthday out on the street is just such a magical thing and such a creative way for uh, some of the performers down on the strip to to keep going yeah. over the last several months. Yeah, and I see some of them doing voice lessons and things like that. Yep. I think we interviewed uh, Andrew from Larev who said he was doing, you know, I think it was vocal lessons or acting lessons yep. online and things like that. So, you know, everyone, kudos to you who's who's made it through. I know it's been a tough, tough time and and uh, speaking of that, we're going to chat right after the break with Anita Mann from Fantasy and also Mariah Rivera. We're excited to chat with them because it's been a challenge, but they are woo, happy to be back. Stick around on Vegas Revealed. That's next. As always, we want to thank you for listening to us here on Vegas Revealed. And there are more ways than ever for you to listen. And that now includes all of our episodes being uploaded to our Vegas Revealed YouTube channel. So if you're ever on the go or you want to play it on your TV, go ahead and dial us up at Vegas Revealed on YouTube and uh, play our episodes there. Also, Vegas-Revealed.com. We have also been really appreciating your reviews. So if you can go to us on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review, a positive one if you like the show, we would really appreciate it. It helps people discover us, and it is so important. So thanks again for listening, everyone. Welcome back to Vegas Revealed. You know, as we've been talking about, Dana, shows are starting to be back on stage, performers back to work, which is what we've been waiting to hear for months. And one of the shows that is back is a long-running show here in Las Vegas, Fantasy Over at Luxor. Oh, yeah, we are excited about this one. And Anita Mann is joining us, Emmy-winning 
choreographer and also producer of fantasy. She is a legend in choreography. We're excited to have her with us. And also Mariah Rivera, who is a dancer and also the associate producer of fantasy. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Thank you for having us. First of all, congratulations on being back on stage. I know that the past almost year now has been incredibly tough for the entertainment community. Um, Anita, first to you, what has it taken as a producer of a show to get your cast and show back where they belong? Well, thank you. And thank you for having us. And what it takes is to have an associate producer like Mariah to organize everyone, to keep them in shape mentally and physically. But what it does take really is a lot of patience, a lot of uh, support for our performers because mentally, not only physically, to be a dancer, you're used to dancing every day, you know, and that keeps your body basically that's your tool and that keeps it strong and sharp. But you know, it's like your brain, the mental aspect is really difficult for everyone. It's been a year. Well, we were back, I'm sorry, for about two and a half weeks in November, we closed March 15th. So we're literally coming up on a year next month, you know, of really being closed other than two and a half weeks. And as a, I'm an ex performer, an ex dancer, and I have to tell you, that's really hard for you not to be able to do your craft. So I think the challenge has been to keep everyone mentally and physically strong. And I really do rely on Mariah so much for that positive spirit and that energy and that professionalism and caring spirit that she brings to everyone. And speaking of that, Mariah, but you have not stopped because you're all over TikTok, working your thing and promoting the show, which I love. You got to find ways to keep going, right? Yeah, it was just so unclear when we were going to start. So I definitely wanted, you know, our audience to know we were coming back for sure. This, you know, keep keep our brand alive and that everyone really kept the faith. And I know like as, as, um, as associate producer, a lot of the girls looked to me as, you know, should I get another job? You know, and I was really just trying to keep everyone positive, keep everyone aware that, you know, Anita is planning on bringing the show back 100%. We're coming back to the Luxor. It might be a matter of time, but just be ready because they could say, go and we'll be, we'll be on stage tomorrow. And we were, we were lucky enough. You now have a, a few shows back under your belt since you've been back. What Describe the atmosphere backstage mm -hmm. when you were all back together again and, and ready for the curtain to rise and have people in those seats. Yeah, you just gave me goosebumps thinking about it. It was just, we were just all so excited because it was just, and it was so unknown, you know, we could have never come back. We didn't know if entertainment was ever going to come back. So just getting the opportunity to come back on stage, you could just feel it. All of the girls are just so excited. Most of the girls have been in the show for multiple, multiple years and we're, we're family. We love each other so much. So just to even see each other in the dressing room, just to get to hang out with each other and then get to go on stage and do something that we've trained our whole lives for and love doing. It's, it was, it was so exciting. And Anita, anything new we can expect in the show if folks have been before? Oh, yes. First of all, I want to say that backstage, it was really so exciting, but they were six feet apart from each other the entire time. And there was a lot of 
air hugging and blowing kisses, yes. And it filled my heart to see that energy six feet apart still passing through the air like that. It was really amazing. So what we did, we yes, as a choreographer, I had to go to the venue in November. We had literally two days before we opened when she said to be prepared. We opened November 6th. I went in with the cast and restaged the entire show because we had to be six feet apart on stage. So I had to, and we're on a gigantic stage. We have moved from the atrium showroom during this time, temporarily, to the Luxor Theater, which is from 350 seats to like 1,400 seats and a stage maybe three or four times the size of where we were. So we did re-choreograph. We've put in some new material. We put in a new song for Lorena. We put in some magic illusions with Murray, Godchuck, and the ladies are learning them with him right now. So that's kind of a new thing in our show because we have a gigantic stage. And we are going to be adding uh, probably two new numbers over the next two months. You know, we're just really happy that they're back on stage and breathing with the masks on while they're dancing. That's a whole nother, another thing that Mariah can, you know, yeah, talk a lot. about. But the bottom line is the show is bigger. It's a production show. We've added scenic elements. Um, you know, honestly, it's, it's a production show and we're thrilled that we actually won best production show of 2020, which for our little show was like, we're beyond ecstatic. But um, yes, you can expect to always have some different kind of surprises in fantasy. Yeah. And, and now we've got a bigger show with bigger surprises. And Anita, with everything that you have done throughout your career, uh, the share show, Solid Gold, choreographing the Academy Awards. I mean, these are big projects. Has there ever been anything as challenging as creating choreography in accordance with COVID-19 restrictions? Oh my gosh, it was a whole new experience. I had to time, you're allowed to be within six feet of a performer by the CDC guidelines less than 15 minutes. If you cannot exceed 15 minutes, I'm sitting there with my, my watch saying, okay, they can pose there. They can't, they can't go near each other there. Spread out there. Don't hit the last pose. Let's go downstage. It was timing. It was like saying, okay, we're, we're up to 10 minutes and 12 seconds and let's stop because I don't want an accident to accidentally bring them together for more than 15 minutes. But the ladies were amazing. But the other thing is you have to re-choreograph because you can't cross stage in what's called the same amount of eight. You know, like dancers are in counts of eight. And to go from stage right to stage left and get to the next position that they were used to in the atrium showroom, you can't do it. You need twice that much time to travel. So it was, that's a wonderful question. Thank you, because I don't know if anybody knew really what we went through. And I came in really prepared with the ladies because I only had what would he have one day, Mariah, to block on stage and then run through the next day? Yeah, run through the next day. It yep. was like, I said, <laughs> okay, here we go. You start here. 
spread out. We put tape marks on the ground six feet apart, upstage and downstage. So in other words, the front row to the back row, the stage right to the stage left. It was a mathematical challenge. <laughs> and to make it creative and to make the ladies perform it two days later. So thank you for that question. Nobody's ever asked me that. And I was excited to, to accomplish it. It's a challenge, right? I mean, and, and we've all been up to, to new challenges and, and listen, and when you can tackle it and do it well, which I'm sure you have, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Um, it's, you know, you feel good about it. So congratulations. <laughs> and, and Mariah, talk about uh, dancing with the masks on. What has that been like? It has been a challenge. Well, and we, you know, we've been taking dance classes and trying to do as much as we can to stay on shape, but just the amount of energy needed for a full out show in general is, you know, if you haven't danced for a year, it's, it's tricky. And then uh, the masks are a whole new, a whole new game uh, element to add. And it was, I'm not going to lie, like after the very first night opening number, I ran off stage and, and just was like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. This is, this is challenging. But every single girl is just so lucky. And whatever we have to do to stay open, we are, we are all for it. We are, whatever they need to us to, to do, we, we don't ever want to close again. Right. Now, you guys can have, what, 100 in the theater right now, and then on March 15th, you'll be able to have 250 or up to 250? Yes. It's, um, yes, that's the maximum amount. It's, uh, right now, we're spread out so far. You don't even see another person, hardly at all, in the audience. <laughs> and we're 25 feet from the stage. I just want to challenge Mariah to one thing. This coming Sunday is our first two-show night. And, yes, and because... And, we, you know, Carrot Top does the eight o'clock show and we do the 1030 show every for years. It's been, you know, we're wonderful roommates and that's what happens. Well, now that we can only have a hundred people, we're doing the night he's dark, which is Sunday. They're doing their first eight o'clock and 1030 show. So I'm going to see how they're doing at about 1045 when they, that <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, I mean, that's an aerobic. We didn't start it last Sunday because I really wanted them to start building up their stamina. So we gave them about eight days from last Friday to, or nine days, sorry, to when we start our two shows this Sunday. And Mariah, for those folks that, uh, we have a lot of people that listen from all over the world. We have a huge male audience as well. Tell folks about the show, what they can expect if they come see Fantasy. We have eight fabulous dancers. It's a topless review. We've all trained our whole lives in, in everything. So it's definitely, a, you know, the top of the line showgirls. We have an amazing singer, Lorena Peril, who is going to blow your socks off. And uh, we have our comedian, Murray Sawchuk, who is world renowned. And he has a bunch of special surprises in store. So they're going to see the same normal show if you've never come and seen Fantasy. And then if you are brand new to the show, it's, it's, it's really exciting. It's great for couples. Um, my grandma always brings her single, uh, her, she's part of the Red Hat Society, so she always used to come see our show. And, and it's just, it's great for uh, ages 18 and above, and, and every every possible combination of person that you can think of will, will love this head show. It's very Vegas, and I, I've been a couple times. I love it. You guys do a great job, and it, you're right. It is for anyone. I mean, I think a lot of people sometimes might think, oh, it's just for guys, but that's not true at all. It's a production. Absolutely. Yes. We, I think everyone comes. We uh, we get more compliments from women. They're like, 
you know, my husband really wanted to come and I didn't know what to expect, but man, I'm amazing. You guys are amazing. And you know, what are your, your diet secrets? What, how do you guys work out? Where do you get your costumes? I just, you know, I would love to recreate, you know, my husband loved this one scene and I would love to, you know, get that costume and recreate it for him or, you know, whatever it's, I'm actually more blown away by the, the women's compliments after the show. Um, yeah. We used to do a meet and greet after, so we would sign calendars and we actually get to talk to them right currently right now we, with COVID, we're not doing a meet and greet after, but hopefully once everything um, settles down a little bit, we can continue that because that's uh, such a special part of our show. Well, and, and that's what we all want to, to get back to that sense of normalcy as quick as possible. And I know that part of that and part of the healing process and getting us there is having entertainment as part of our lives. And we're so glad that Fantasy is back on stage. And thank you for the hard work, yeah. uh, Mariah and Anita, that you and the entire cast have, have put into getting to this point where we're at today. Thank you for your support. It's yes. a wonderful community that we have in Vegas and, yeah. and the support means so much to all of us. And so thank you. We look forward to seeing you on stage, Mariah. Thank you both for joining us. Yes, thank you for having us. If you want to see Fantasy, go to the Luxor website, MGM Resorts website. It'll link you right up. Again, the dates and times, Monday through Saturday, 10.30 p.m., and then Sundays, 8 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. All right, Dana, what do you say we switch gears and dive right into our tips of the week? Let's do it. Uh, So my tip is uh, kind of centered around art and the art and culture that you can get just by walking around the downtown Las Vegas area. And by downtown, I'm not talking about the strip corridor. I'm talking about in the area around the Fremont Street district. So people call that sometimes Old Vegas Mm -hmm. is what out-of-towners call it. Well, if you walk around there, you'll see some really incredible murals up on the sides of buildings and some of the old motels that are down there have been converted into big art pieces thanks to the Life is Beautiful Festival. It's really cool. If you take a nice walk through there, you can see a lot. There's this little alleyway, too, that has tons of murals on it, and sometimes you can actually catch someone in the midst of working on one, and it's just a cool thing to watch. Yeah, so if you want to uh, take in some of the downtown artwork, uh, just keep your eyes peeled. Walk around the uh, streets surrounding Fremont Street in old Las Vegas and uh, look up on the sides of the buildings and you'll see some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's nice and safe. Fresh air, right? It is. <laughs> and somewhere I went for a birthday party the other day is Piero's, which has been there forever, an Italian restaurant right on Convention Center Drive. It's going to be right across from the new Convention Center, so I'm sure they're loving that once that opens and gets busy as well. But it's been there for ages. It's known for having the old mob meetings in the corner and all sorts of different kinds of, you know, Vegasy old school meetings that nobody really could know about but kind of did know about. Well, and when you go into <laughs> Piero's, like, it's got that dark vibe mm-hmm. the lights are down low they have the booths the yeah. it's got that old school vibe and you can kind of imagine the old school mobsters just hanging out there for sure listen i pulled in there on a friday night and i don't want to say it was packed because i feel like these days packed is like well there's actually cars in the parking lot <laughs> right <laughs> but you know there was a good amount of cars in the parking lot and people were just itching to get to 
some of their, you know, some of their places. And now our restaurants can have 35% capacity. And then on March 15th, they'll be able to have 50. But walked into Piero's and you could tell they had a really nice setup. Uh, but people were, you know, with their groups at the bar, eating, you know, great dinners and just enjoying life again. But um, I had the Marsala. And let me tell you, it was really, really good. And their food is is on point. It's a little pricey. But just be prepared to have a nice dinner and go and, you know, treat yourself if you're going to go to Piero's. But it's an experience. It is. We could go on and on and talk about so many things. Uh, quick tip, also, listen to Conversations with Matt Goss this week, a podcast we produce. It's going to drop on the first, and he interviews someone in the music world, and they have a chat about where life stands when it comes to touring concerts, festivals, so you definitely want to listen to that interview. It's available on Apple, all the all the apps that we are, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, you name it. So again, that's Conversations with Matt Goss. But uh, until next time, this is Vegas Revealed with Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister. <laughs> listen, everyone, we appreciate your reviews as usual, so drop us a review. A five-star is always appreciated, and write a review, too. It doesn't have to be long. Just tell us what you like about the show. It really helps people find it. Have a great week. Bye. Let's go tonight. Let's go